I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. Change My Mind is the podcast listeners deserve, but not the one it needs right now, so we won't listen. And they can't take that because they're not real podcasters. I am Wesley Sykes, and through the other side of the ether is to Robert Pattinson, to my Christian Bale, to Mr. Nicholas J. Esquire, Detective for Hire. Was I Detective for Hire last week, too? I'm not upset uh, about you, it. You might have been. I thought it was gumshoe. I, I'm running out of something, this stuff here. You know, we, we, we're having a lot of the same topics the last few weeks. Uh, I am not complaining at all. I am totally here for it. I'm happy about it. I think I, the Robert Pattinson is a step up, especially in this conversation, too, from whatever I got last week. So I'll keep being Detective for Hire. I was Comedian for Hire for a long time, threw a lot of people off. Yeah, uh, maybe that was maybe it should have been two faced state prosecutor for hire. Mm. Maybe that would have been a better one because yeah, court is back in session this week as we are conducting an original versus reboot debate involving 2008's The Dark Knight and 2022's The Batman. Mm-hmm. Seems fitting, right? Yes, sir. I am very excited for this. I mean, the rest of the DSG is doing a bunch of Batman stuff, and you have to. I mean, the movie was a hit and everything. We all loved it. Um, this is what we do. But I am really excited about what we're talking about because this is right now after, okay, the movie was awesome. What's the next thing to talk about when it comes to the Batman? Which was better, the Dark Knight or the Batman? Wes and I are going to try and figure that out for you guys today, and you will vote on it. Yes, as master debaters of the DSG, it is our duty, nay, our job mm. to do just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to all of that, where do you stand on this whole wheels versus doors debate? Of course, this has rocked our DSG group chat here. But for those who may not be familiar, the, the question mm. that I'm posing to young Nicholas here is, uh, which of there is more in the world, wheels or doors? Yeah, this is a tough one. I was originally wheels and then the whole cabinets got thrown into the conversation and then there's a whole bunch like then just kind of open with my the mind. cabinets there's wheels on on the cabinets that, the drawers that you pull out exactly and that's and and i was starting to lean towards doors but i still feel like i got i, I gotta stick with wheels in this one just because i mean every car some of them have four doors some of them don't and even in, in some of them only have two and then some that have two have like 18 wheels it's just and then you got wheelbarrows which i know they only have like one or two wheels max but then you got bikes um uh quad runners like and then what are those steering things. wheels do those count and I, I know they're a wheel but like they're not the same I, kind of wheel i don't know it's it's a wheel I, I really, I honestly, if I actually, we're counting doors like drawers as door as doors, you know, that's kind of like a, a drawers not a door, like well, a cabinet door, but a drawer that you pull out, that's not a door. Okay, my opinion at least. But are we counting those? I wouldn't. Yeah. I think if we do that, that, I don't, I don't know if that would change my opinion because then like there's a glove compartment count. It has a door. It's not a door. I don't well, think that's a door. That's now we're getting now we're really getting in the weeds on this shit. But I actually really want to know because I'm curious if it's like a tiny difference, like one one difference right now if we checked it, or mm-hmm. if it's like you know a million more doors or a million more wheels. But I am still side wheel, but like I've gotten pulled to the door side a couple times. 
I'm going to throw a whole monkey wrench in this whole oh, operation shit. here and give you one more that might supersede both of these. Okay. Handles. Uh, I think handles has to... Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> right? Because then on every drawer and every door, there's like a handle. Yep. Yeah. I... Hmm. That's that is tough, and then like you have and like some briefcases. drawers have multiple handles. Well, don't you have a handle on a briefcase or like a toolbox too? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that is tough. I think if you, yeah, I still think wheels. A handle out. on like your uh, pot or pan, you know? Yeah, there you go. That's a really good call. I don't know. I still feel mm, a doorknob is kind of a handle. I'll tell you. Uh, I think the best way to put how I'm thinking about this right now is. I was already like mind fucked by just the, the two. Now you're throwing in the three and my brain is turned into like a scrambled egg. I don't know. I think the handle on. would supersede everything. You do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm there. Huh? Cause most things with doors or wheels will have handles. Well, most things with wheels have handles. Are you sure? You sure about There's that? handle bars on a, on a bicycle. Sure about How about that? Oh, that's what I'm saying about the drawers and the door and, and like Damn. any like cabinets or anything all have handles. Dressers, wow. multiple handles on one drawer. You make a good case, my friend. That's a big, big brain move. What, what's it? What's it when it's beyond big galaxy brain? brain. Galaxy, galaxy brain. brain. That's you. what you're talking about here. Thank you. Uh, what do you what do you think about Pam and Tommy? And now uh, on Hulu, of course, if you're into that streaming and that sort of thing here. I just fe finished uh, watching it with the wife here. You mm -hmm. have uh, talked about it on this program as kind of watching it uh, with, with your significant other as well. Mm -hmm. You finished it? Yeah, I finished it uh, week by week. We were uh, watching it on Hulu, and it was – I thought it was really well done. Um, look, obviously, I was a little kid when all this stuff happened with Pam and Tommy. I didn't know – uh, nearly enough about what what happened, especially with Pamela Anderson too. I mean, I think we all have like per perceptions of her because of different things she's experienced in life, and um, it's almost like the Britney thing, right? It's like you know, you, you don't really see her as the victim until you you see her perspective of it. This is why context and like going beyond the headlines are so important. Um, I didn't with Pamela Anderson, like wasn't even looking at the headlines or anything like that. I just. You know, you just hear stuff from people over the years. You know, you were, I was so young when it happened. You weren't, you weren't old either when it happened. Um, so for me, it was really an eye-opening experience about her. And then, um, and Tommy Lee too, I didn't really know much about him. I know he's married to Brittany, Brittany Furlan, which is odd. Uh, just because she's like, I don't like, know who that is. She's, she was on um, Vine. Um, and she's, I think. Vine, uh, like the app, Vine? Yeah, she was on Vine, and I think okay. yeah, she was like big on there. Like she was pretty popular. Yeah, yeah and she's got a pretty good following on Instagram. So she's definitely like a like an internet person. Um, but she's a year older than you, and I'm pretty sure. And she's married to Tommy Lee. And hey, good, hey, good for Tommy Lee. Hey, yeah, that's no surprise for Tommy Lee. What I am surprised about is Sebastian Stan. How how great of a job that he did portraying? Because I've really hated Tommy Lee throughout all of this. Thought he was uh, again like he kind of gets cast off here as like. The, the quote that I keep jokingly saying to my wife is a uh, sensitive caveman is what is what one of the mm. uh, girls described him as in the show. Mm. Watch him. Actually, uh, our friend of ours, uh, sister Taylor Schilling was in that show. Uh, in she is the porn star girlfriend of, uh, of uh, Seth Rogen. She's the blonde. Yeah. Get out! Yeah, right. Didn't that realize was her. Until, yeah, exactly. Right. But, oh, so wow. aside from our, our connections and stuff like that, you know. So I thought I thought Tommy did a great job, but he's like 
a jerk through all of this. You know, just pay your debts, man. None of this would be an issue. Uh-huh. And then again, like he makes every issue yeah. ten times worse. He's just a he's he's a fucking idiot. Yep. Yeah. I I will say I hated Tommy Lee throughout the majority of it, but then there were moments where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I kind of like how much of a nut job he is, but at the same time, I mean, there's no doubt he's an asshole. I mean, like the tools thing, like, what what is that? Like, that's just totally detached from reality, but that's just like how next level weird, you know, or, rock stars or even like pushing himself to. Uh, uh, suing Penthouse and again having the lawyer there when like Pam kind of called all of this out directly oh, So now, what I will that. say is kind of interesting because she like dated Brett Michael she dated Tommy Lee she also dated like and was married to like Kid Rock yep. for a number so it's, it's clearly a type here you know and you think 100%. like if you found yourself in, in such a self-destructive or, or, or not self-destructive but a destructive relationship that you'd be like I'm never going back to this again and not only did she go back to that same type, but she went back to that same person. Yeah, she went back to Tommy Lee, and I think it was 08. And then yeah, they said it in the uh, they said it yeah. at the, like the end credits. But dude, there was like two other people who she like got married to twice and got annulments from. And then I think one of them she remarried. Like she she's been married and divorced like uh, four times, but. I think she's also gotten like two annulments and it was the guys who she ended up remarrying and getting divorced to. So it's yeah. like, it's a very odd situation. Um, so it's clearly she's, she, look, she's not like without, she's made some dumb decisions on her own, but what happened to her in the course of this? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, as, that was, I, I mean, it ruined yeah. her career. I didn't realize like the Austin Powers stuff, like, or, you know, that, that she was up for that Elizabeth Hurley ended up getting through making reference to, let alone the uh, LA confidential mm. and like how, like that casket, how she became suddenly toxic, you know? And like, you couldn't, Touch yeah. her if you're like a Hollywood producer, it was. It got to the point though, as like we're as we're like because like we're checking social media and stuff and seeing if Pamela Anderson's watching or whatever, and same with Tommy Lee. And then just and at one point, I think there was an article that that we Lauren and I came across, and it was um, something to the effect of like Pamela Pamela Anderson's getting uh, exploited again, you know, years later. And it's like wow, man, like this feels really bad. Like we we also talked about stopping watching it um, because it's just like it's. You just feel like shit. You feel bad for her. Um, the reason we kept going is because like, I wanted to hear the rest of her story and, yeah. you know, have a better, at least a more accurate understanding of her as a person. Well, maybe and, and it depends on her, you know, her actual involvement in all of this and stuff too. Like my, I think my, my issue, and this comes, stems back from like Oliver Stone's JFK, right? This is kind of like the phenomenon that it started with there, but it's Hollywood rewriting, you know, very close to true historical events. So, you know, they're, they're like very true to like a lot of tent poles of, of historical events, but little things are changed here and there to, you know, create the creative uh, uh, differences of, of the uh, um, director or whatever. So you see yeah. this a lot now. And like, even to the extent of uh, our guy Skeet Davidson getting his like Curb Your Enthusiasm somewhat biographical story uh, yeah. series on himself, you know, so it's going to be like kind of to his life story, but it's going to be not. You know, and it's like it, mm. it's it's funny how Hollywood can kind of change America's perception of events because yeah. it, 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 we talk about not really being old enough to remember the Pam and Tommy stuff unfold in real time. But as it's unfolding in real time, it's years and it's also our life like interwoven in between. So you don't really remember everything. Mm -hmm. But when you watch this series of Pam and Tommy, like a six part miniseries or a two hour movie, like 
it's all right there in compilation form. So it's easier to digest that than it is like the actual events mm-hmm. again, woven in or out of like your own life. Yeah. The Does one that makes sense. You no, know, it, so like, it absolutely makes sense. And, and th- this is all, I think originally based, like obviously it's based on the events, but there was an article like reporting all this from a few years back. I'm not sure exactly what year, um, but that's something I think that, you know, if, if you really want to get a, an understanding of like, how much Hollywood kind of messed around with this looking back at that and those report, the reports in, in that story that'll hope that should give, you know, a little more light on the situation. I, I kind of want to try and look that up. But I'm not, I forget where it's from. I feel like it was a Chicago based reporter or something to that end, but, um, or maybe Chicago was her name. It was weird, but anyways, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it is, it is strange how like, um, they can totally, they can change some things here and there. I hope they did. I understand there are going to be some things they just don't know, like what happened, like little conversations, um, but I hope that, you know, they were as true to it as they possibly could have been, because that was very interesting. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. And again, like the, uh, how everyone react, of course, everyone will react negatively now, but like, you know, no one really had themselves had that much of themselves exposed to the world, you know, at that point in time. Now with social media, with what we're doing right now with Instagram, yeah. with, only fans would snap, you know, you can, you show so much of yourself to the, to the internet, to the world that, mm. you know, like the average person does that now, you, you know what I mean? Like Joe Schmo, Jane Doe, uh, you know, everyone, you know, you have bikini pics, you have like drunken party pics, you know, all this t- stupid stuff, you know, people saying <laughs> bad racist stuff like on, on the internet, you know, it's like every part of themselves is out on the internet now. And like, that was looked at as like, that was like, one of the first dominoes you can kind of think of. It's definitely, uh, it definitely like played a part in like where we are today. But I mean, it's also still like at the end of it, usually, you know, stuff that gets out on the internet that you put, like if you put it out there, you're comfortable with it being out there. And that's the, at the end of it all, it's like, she didn't want this as much as she's done her, you know, her playboy stuff and everything. Like it's still different than this shit. Um, and like, that's where it's like, it's just, I, I just, I just feel for it. like that, like that this happened. Like you said, like, you know, say what you want about barbed wire. I've never watched it, but it seems like it's, it sounded like it was shit. Um, I don't know. I never really it's watched a comic book movie. Uh, okay. I, uh, it's right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I never watched Baywatch. I don't know how she was as an actress at all, but like, you know, it sucks that that, like, you know, this is why she, her career ended when it's, and she just, everything left and right just got pulled from her. Um, she wasn't necessarily a great actress. Yeah, but still, like the fact that this was the reason why is, it's, it's it is sad. Like it, it 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 generally is a sad thing that happened to this person, Tommy Lee. You know, like he did not help the situation. It's yeah, yeah I, I guess so. Yeah, it's just again, it's a show about a celebrity. So it's, it's like their whole life is about you know, it's it's funny. It's like she's worried. It's, it's like the Streisand effect all over again. You know, she's like worried about getting this uh, out and having attention on herself. So it inevitably brings more eyes to her and more attention on herself. This is true, but she also didn't want to do the things like the the suing. Like that was that was one. Of the, I think for me that was probably the most frustrating part. Based on what happened in the show, she did not want to sue Penthouse. She did not want to be preempted on and everything. The lawyers didn't listen to her. Tommy didn't listen to her, and then they did it. And that's where things seemed to really things were already kind of taken off. But it only it made it like uh, exponentially worse once that happened. Yeah, but I mean, like, this is a a book that's based off of, uh, you know, her her. This is a show that's based off of a book, right? So she would have to have signed off on 
some rights on the book or some th- rights on the show. She signed off on that thing with um, the well, I don't I, maybe she did in some capacity, but she had to sign off on the, the tape based based on what we saw on the show. I don't know. However much if it's true, it feels like like some of this, some semblances has to be true. I still feel like feel for her. Like, yeah, sh- like yeah. it's a shit. It is a shit thing that happened. And if she's tried to make the best of it since then, then good for her. But still not ideal because everybody who hasn't seen this story probably perceives her in a negative light. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. I, again, like I, I have a tough time feeling bad for celebrities overall. But yeah, it was it was a, a, she shouldn't have gotten uh, involved with Tommy Lee to begin with. None of that would have happened. Okay. She should have listened to her friends in the bar who'd be like, no more, uh, no more bad boys. She wanted a, a good stay-at-home nerdy guy. That might have helped. Uh, None of that would have happened. She would have never been in that instance if she just listened to her friends. Uh, sure. Didn't buy those shots for the whole bar. But the heart wants what the heart wants. So, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what's this next bit here with the Sean Levy? Who is this? Yeah, so Sean Levy, you might know him from uh, Free Guy. You might know him from The Adam Project. Uh, you might know him for working with Ryan Reynolds a lot because he's going to be the new director of Deadpool 3. Oh, uh, this has, is the guy. Okay. Yes, yeah, so he has a long list of credits. There's some, some decent movies. He's done the Night at the Museum franchise, uh, the internship with uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wilson there. On Date the line. Night, uh, Michael Scott and, uh, and Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. Not Michael Scott, you know. You know no, Michael, uh, and I, I honestly, I but. was thinking when you said Michael Scott, that's who was I thinking? Um, Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah. And then this, this is where I leave you. So another like rom com type thing, which again, like if Deadpool three falls in line with Deadpool two and Deadpool one, there is kind of like a romantic element there to a degree. I don't know yeah. how uh, the the girlfriend, the fiance, comes back into this if she's blown to smithereens. But, yeah, you know he kind of has that like funny hokey type of thing, and obviously the Adam Project feels a little bit more action. Did you watch that yet? No, I haven't. I think okay. that just came out this weekend. Yeah, I just came out recently. Um, I'm definitely gonna we're planning on giving that one a watch. I should say, uh, Free Guy though. I'll tell you what, man. I, mean, I waited way too long to watch that, and when I did, I was like, oh shit, this is. This was I absolutely loved that movie. Uh, I thought for some reason I thought Taika Waititi directed it because he was obviously in it. Um, but anyways, it was it was that was outstanding. So if this is the guy who was in charge of that, directed that. Then I feel great about where things are going with Deadpool, especially if he has a working relationship with Ryan Reynolds because he wants to call. He's going to call some of the shots too. So awesome, great move. Yeah, Free, free Guy was good. It was uh, it was like a updated version. It's like Tron meets the Truman Show, right? I never watched Tron. I never watched Ready Player One. So like, I, you know, I, these kind of like video. You like Ready Player One? I can't believe you haven't seen that. Yeah, but it's like all video game stuff, and I, I'm doing wrong. I there's you know, video games have a, there's a place in my heart for them, but like, I don't know. I'm not like that. I'm not like Shime and Doc. It's not. It's, a, it's like it's just pop culture. It's not uh, just video game. The whole thing's. It's just like. Yeah, you'd like but, it. But didn't people like ha- – oh, maybe it's people who read the book, so that doesn't necessarily mean anything. If, yeah, if, I, I didn't read the books. I I know back – so I thought it was a good time. Okay. I had no expectations of it. It was fun. Okay. Oh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give it a look. And isn't Ty Sheridan – isn't that who it was? I'm not a yeah. big – Yeah, he's good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of his you know, Cyclops. Someone who watched like, Transylvania four times over, Nick, I think you you might like uh, – <laughs> you sound a little snooty about the, the movies here. Castlevania and uh, uh, Snooty. Sure, I'm just video. It's just a, it, there. Are, there are certain parts of nerd culture, like for you, like you're not a Star Wars guy. That is just for me. It's just like I don't. 
I just it doesn't it's not pulling me in. Yeah, I still um, watch the Star Wars. You know, I've, I've the watched. Shows? Yeah, not the, the shows. shows I, don't, I don't need to. No, says you. I mean, are you sure? Well, yeah, I've I've enough of a background of the history to know that this is not for me. Like I've like delved enough okay, into the well, world. Okay, well that that's fair. I just look at that and I'd say, okay, I'd rather read a comic than watch that. That's really that's that's usually what the kind of decisions come down okay. to. That's that's generally what it is. Even okay. though that's that's been out a while, but still, regardless. Um, last thing before we get to the comic book minute. Speaking of comics, uh, the Boys season three trailer came out. How do you feel about it? This looks fun. I don't, I don't know what is going on this season or what to expect. It's been so long since mm -hmm. uh, we last saw these guys. And, of course, we we're supposed to be doing, like, the seven on the seven and kind of reviewing everything. But even that I lost interest on. They were doing those, like, seven-minute kind of catch-ups in between season two and season three. But this it's looks interesting. interesting. It looks like a, a 90s uh, pop video. You know? Yeah. So you got Jensen Eccles in there kind of doing the Captain America vibe there. You got... A lot of sex, a lot of gore, so I'm, I'm here for it. It seems like it's more of the same in a good way. I'm sure that, you know, whatever direction they take the story, and I haven't done a crazy amount of research. I still got to watch, uh, start watching that animated show because that all dropped over on Amazon. Um, but this is coming, was it July or was it June? I, I, I think it was June, that, yeah. Jot that down. Early June. Um, but very excited for this. I definitely, I feel like I got to rewatch season two, though. Um, I, I remember the villain. I, actually, I can't remember her name, but obviously she was nuts. Um, she was like Seattle Sound or something like that. Seattle Stormfront Trooper. Storm, Stormfront. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stormfront. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. The, it was the S's. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously 100% in on the boys and assuming, you know, that you know, that we'll be doing an episode on this when that season wraps up, hopefully. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. This looks like good stuff here. But what, what do we got for your comic book minute? Because I am itching for a good debate. Okay. So real quick through the comic book minute, we got from Image this week, King Spawn and the Scorched. Uh, that's King Spawn 8 and the Scorched 3. So a lot of Spawn stuff this week over at Image. From DC, we got Nightwing 90 and Batman the Night issue 3. And then uh, Marvel, there's X Live, or sorry, 10 Lives of Wolverine issue five. This is the penultimate issue of Benjamin Percy's Wolverine event. It's been, it's been a fun ride. Uh, hopefully lands the plane and then carnage issue one. Uh, this is, uh, what was the, I think it was absolute, not absolute carnage. I, I can't remember which carnage series just happened. Um, but there's been a lot going on with him over at Marvel for a little while now. Rom V wrote this, I actually reviewed this for geeks worldwide. Didn't have like this great feeling going in as much as it was Rom V and actually really enjoyed it. So I'll talk about that more on TLDR this week. We'll be doing what's new. And on top of that, we'll be, uh, we talked to Sheldon Bukert, who is one of the cover artists in the industry, one of the many cover artists in the industry, but he's done a lot with Radiant Black. Uh, what was the other one? The Department of Truth and quite a few other image titles too. So fun conversation with him. You guys can catch that on TLJ this week on Wednesday. Of course, we'll live stream uh, what's new on Tuesday when this episode drops. But make sure you listen to the debate we're about to have first, which is, Wes? Yes, and it will be the Dark Knight versus the Batman. But before we get to that, you mentioned landing the plane, which kind of jogged my memory here. You had a recent appearance on WEEI, uh, Gresham Keefe, and I believe uh. our friend uh, Billy D had informed us that you had a Wesism, so to speak. And I was yeah. wondering if you could remind me what you know and regale me of such a tale. You know, I forgot about it until you asked, and it was uh, flip this. I said, flip, you can't just flip the switch 
or switch the flip, I think is what I did. <laughs> I did I, I had to write and then I second guessed myself. So that was uh that was not ideal. I didn't get I, like give it there was like a like slight pause too. They just kind of let me stew in my idiocy for a second. Yeah. And then Rich was like, What? What 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 do you say? Switch the flip. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you should double down on those. That's usually my uh my go-to there. You know, if you if you switch the flip, then you say, Well, you know, as a crow flies, that was correct, you know, something like that. <laughs> I should, uh, well, you know what? I need to, clearly. I need to learn from you. I'm too busy laughing at you when you fuck up. I should be paying attention. Or, or yeah, another good one is uh, whenever you screw up. I like to say this is a Chappelle show line, but it's some people think a cucumber is a better pickle. Oh yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since you dropped that one. Which essentially just means tomato, tomato. Right. Two sides. Just of the a same different, coin. different vegetable. Yeah. Different coin. I forget how it, it could goes. be. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. Ne- nevertheless, the debate rules here that we uh, will we'll remind uh, the audience and ourselves, more importantly, of mm. once again, uh, we have person A uh, will begin with a one minute opening argu- or argument. Uh, person B then has 30 seconds to respond to said argument. Then person B has one minute to present his or her argument within the same debate topic. Following that, Nick, following all of that, person A uh, has 30 seconds to respond before moving on to the next topic. And following the same format, we, of course, open with opening arguments to uh, the jury and the people of the public, as well as a quick closing segment. Then we have you, the people, uh, vote on who was the better debater. Mm-hmm. So All right. It's really up to you. Pretty, pretty simple. Um, and, of course, this is all about the debate, not necessarily. At, well, even if you, I, well, see, I, yeah. it's supposed to be about the debate, but then ultimately people are going to vote for their heart with their hearts. But I, obviously we encourage that you listen, hear us both out, mainly sure. me. Um, but anyways, uh, as for the tale of the tape, Wes, I'll get us started. Batman, of course, came out this year, uh, 2022. The synopsis, when the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. And of course, if you haven't listened already, we did review this last episode of mm-hmm. Change My Mind. So make sure you guys go check that one out as well. Uh, cast and crew, this is directed by Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves, Peter Craig, and Bill Finger. Starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, uh, John Tudorow, uh, Andy Serkis, Paul Skarsgård, and uh, Barry Kehoe, I think is what actually um, Mac and Goo, I heard say. I did. Yeah, I'm not certain. And Dorkton said something different too. So who where's, the fuck knows? Anyways, where does the end go? I don't know. It's silent. Uh, you know, the, why the would you listen end. to Mac about anything? Well, damn, has a silent end in it. So I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, from the box, I'm not sure if they're linguistic, linguistically equal. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it, yeah, give me some credit. I'm listening to Mac versus Goo. There is a slight difference. Um, anyways, uh, that might be the, worse. Okay, well, some people say cucumbers are better pickle. Um, <laughs> as for the box office and critics reception, uh, this hauled in $239 million, uh, as we're recording this, as the crow flies, as the Nazgul flies, excuse me, uh, including $465.8 million worldwide. The math does not add up there. Um, is it? Okay. Anyways, uh, and fifty-seven million on its opening night domestic release uh, has an eight point seven uh, on IMDb out of ten, eighty-five ninety-one split on Rotten Tomatoes, and then a four point three out of five on Google, with ninety-two percent of Google users liking this movie. I don't know what happened with the numbers there, but that was a little off. 
it's because you have to write your own uh, <laughs> debate rules next time. It's hauled in 239 million domestic today. I left that left that out. Oh, okay. but, you know, well, if you well, do your own research too, you know well, that would you know, that would I'm help. Not, I'm not criticizing. I have to do you. the work for you. I'm not criticizing you. I, it I'm not like I'm, you were. I don't know. No, no, I'm I'm just asking for help because I need I need a life preserver. I fucked up. <laughs> That's all. Anyways, right. we have uh, the Dark Knight here. So the synopsis, which is streaming pretty much everywhere right now. By the way, it's on Netflix, it's on mm. HBO Max. So uh, mm. pretty much, pretty much anywhere you can uh, stream something. So uh, when the menace known as the Joker wreaks havoc and chaos on the people of Gotham, uh, Batman must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice. So this is uh, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, written by Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan, and David S. Goyer, uh, starring Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Michael Caine, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gary Oldman, Morgan Freeman, uh, so on and so forth. Here, this uh, movie made a billion dollars worldwide, including 533 million domestic and 158 million on its opening weekend. Uh, has a 9.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 94-94 even split on Rotten Tomatoes with a 4.9 out of 5 on Google reviews with 94% of Google users liking this movie. That 94. A lot of people like that 94. I, I, I guess so. Um, so we will, of course, have our opening arguments first, but we will have nine points between the two movies that we will be de debating after we get into our opening arguments. Wes, uh, did you win the last debate? Do you know? I don't know. That's a good question. I forget what the last one even was. Well, then I'm going to get... Wasn't it? It was Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh, um, yeah. There um, we go. Now, I yep. Mm -hmm. I cannot remember how the voting went on that one. We should. It's my fault for not checking it's that a before. Tie. Sounds like a tie. Uh, well, then I'm going to... Because I think you won the previous debate before that. So I'm going to give you the option to either... Uh, to, to go first or not. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go first here. I okay. might try to be rabbit you. Okay. So, okay. Sounds good. Um, so you have one minute on the clock. Good, sir. Uh, and you can get rolling in three, two, one, go. Ladies and gentlemen, people of the jury, fine citizens of Gotham. Hmm. My opposition today will say that Matt Reeves made a Batman movie that was dark, that was made a, ba a badass Batman while giving us a chilling villain in the grips of a cat and mouse game amidst a crime-filled Gotham City. But need I remind you folks that the Dark Knight already did that. 30. Uh, geez, what, about 10 years ago? 12 years ago at this point? It is widely considered the greatest of all-time comic book movies. Okay? My opponent will say that the Batman is a good movie with comic book characters. 15. More than just a comic book movie. The Dark Knight is all of that. It's also responsible for some of the most used lines and gifts. Night is darkest just before the dawn. You either die a hero or live long enough to see Three. yourself become a villain. This is all I need to say. Not the hero Time. we deserve, but the one we needed. Time. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot there. I'm so, I was surprised you went first on that one. You usually like to make me go first. But I'm ready to roll when you, uh, when you are. Yes, let me pull up. I'm gonna put my handy dandy. So, there's a lot. This is this is gonna be. Uh, there's a lot of ammunition to work with here. Yeah, we've had some tough ones uh, before when it comes to keeping it concise, but this one may take the cake in the end. And we've done two spidey debates like this. All right, you ready? We got 60 seconds on the clock. In three, two, one, go. 
Okay, everybody, when we talk about these two movies, the big difference is going to come down to do you want uh, a movie that's dominated by Batman or do you want a movie that, yeah, has a little bit more Bruce Wayne in it, still has plenty, still has quite a bit of Batman, but is really considered one of the great comic book movies of all time because of the villain. Of course, the villain is important, but when you look back on this movie, everybody talks about the Joker. Great, great argument and absolutely a point we are going to discuss today. Seconds. But when you talk about, I want a kick-ass Batman in every sense of the word, whether you're talking about how he portrays the character, uh, how the fight choreography fight choreography is done, um, ask yourself, which is the better movie? 15. Time is on my side as much as Wes's movie has been around for a lot longer. So I hope you consider everything that makes the Batman the best Batman movie of all time not just lean on the Joker in have in uh, one stick. Yeah, fuck, you get it. <laughs> God, man, every time it's like I get, I'm there the whole way, and then the last two seconds, it's like, huh? <laughs> fuck. Okay. All right. So um, uh, that's good stuff. I love it. All right. So I'll go first on the on the first point then. Yes. Okay. Yes, that sounds good. So we have sixty seconds on the clock for which movie depicted a better Batman. Nick has Matt Reeves, the Batman, 60 seconds on the clock, three, two, one, go. So first of all, the big thing with this Batman is we see him, he, he, we see him early on in his Batman career. So this is unlike anything. Well, we saw him in Batman Begins, but this is a different time in his life than, we, than in The Dark Knight. And the big thing is Robert Pattinson gets the tone of this character right away and we see it bleed into bruce wayne a little bit and we'll talk about it there but he is aloof he does not you know play well with others as much as he has a relationship with jim gordon but the biggest thing is we see the detective and we complain year after year about with batman like it's awesome but give us the detective batman we only got it in we get it in the comics we get it in the cartoons but we get that here the action is top notch we don't have the voice issue that people like to make fun 15. of christian bale for no, when, when we talk about Bale's Batman, I love him. Don't get me wrong, but everybody pokes holes in his portrayals. And we'll talk about that more as Wes makes his case. But when you look at Robert Pattinson, Three, we had no expectations two, for him. And then he knocked one. it out of the park. Okay. There we go. Huh? He ended there with a knocked it out of the park. He had a little emphasis behind it right at the one second mark. I feel like this is all, uh, this is like pity stuff. And you're trying to make, you know, okay. All right. You know what? 30 seconds on the clock, Wes, for your counterpoint about, uh, my Batman. Ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, go. Uh, yeah, so he's clunky. He is unrefined. He is not really that good of a te detective. I mean, he falls for the Riddler's trap every step of the way, helping the Riddler kill a lot of his opponents. So you know, like, as much as we want to talk about this as like a good detective role, and it is. This is a bat that's an unfinished unrefined unmolded uh sculpture of clay that we Five. have the batman while uh Three. nolan's batman is is much more refined time okay Alrighty, uh it is your turn good sir to make your case for why christian bale's batman was the better batman three two one go for a single point in time we see robert pattinson that's the whole fo focus of the batman here but to go on my point of being um, a little bit more refined of a Batman in your retort there. Uh, I think this Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale Batman is less brutal, a little bit more tactical with his movements, still just as lethal and, and as uh, forceful. Uh, but that 
equals to some sort of calculation, some sort of level of control that we see him being able to balance. Of course, he has that no uh, killing rule, and he has, you know, he's able to pull his punches a little bit more in the Dark Knight here. So that's, that's a, someone who understands his purpose and his role as a superhero here. He's also understanding his role of an anti-hero in order to keep the flow of Gotham uh, moving, the greater good, that he has to be that, that anti-hero there. So he's more willing to accept that quicker in this in this uh, depiction here. You also get Detective Batman getting the uh, Asian launderer, jailbreaking Lucius One. sonar equipment Time. to locate the Joker. Too much stuff. <laughs> oh, oh well, well played. Well played. Oh, too much stuff. The marked bills with Gordon, all that good stuff, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm ready when you're going to give me a countdown. Okay, so retort, 30 seconds, three, two, one, go. So what we want from Batman is, as much as we want Detective, he's also a human being. He does not have these superpowers. He is just, his biggest talent is discipline and his brain. And this is early in Batman's career with my Batman, with your Batman, as much as, yes, there's the brutality uh, that we, like, with, with my Batman, with yours, it's like, there's some semblance of violence and, and, and yes, but there just seems like there's too much reservation with him throughout the course of it all. And then right. his voice, you didn't talk about his voice, but oh my mm-hmm. God, everybody loves to rip Dude. his voice. Where's Rachel? Where is she? Everybody mocks it. Sorry. I'll just like that last note from the record, please. Uh, I apologize for that. All right. Um, we have, so you're going to lead us on this one? Yes. Which uh, movie depicted a better Bruce Wayne, Nicholas? A better mm. Bruce Wayne. Okay. You uh, lead us off in three, two, one, go. This is very easy solely from the fact, I usually like to attack these questions with what my movie is about, but I will attack my opponent's movie here for a moment because we don't get uh, Bruce Wayne at all. It's not even really even trying here. But with that said, we get a fully well-rounded, fully realized Bruce Wayne and Batman in the Dark Knight. You have you mentioned the aloof billionaire, but he is aloof sleeping in the board meetings. Uh, he is the snobby, arrogant type bringing up all the uh, uh, ball- prima ballerinas uh, and buying up uh, certain hotels and stuff and seats because he owns them just to kind of flash his money. He's the playboy. He's the high society type. He's very well educated and political when he was talking to Harvey Dent. So he's all of these things to, to kind of figure out the chess piece uh, and play the role that he has to at a certain time when he's not wearing the mask. That's it. Well, That's it. Yeah. I got to say that was uh, very concise, very well put. Time to spare and everything too. I will say he had uh, that. I, the, I saw the, um, you know, obviously we were watching and stuff, but I saw on Instagram too the, uh, what is it? Uh, they, they should put the tables together. I own the restaurant. All time flex. All time flex. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Um, okay. So it's my turn. And then for... like the chicks just like dancing, right? Or is that, is that Batman Begins? I can't, I can't. There's no chicks that dancing. In, where in where the like the chick is like in the water. Right, she's like in the pool. Yeah, there. That's girls. Batman Begins. That's right? Batman yeah, Begins. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. Again, okay. another baller move, though. I mean, that is mm. a pretty baller move. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, excuse me, your dates are swimming in the pool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you have thirty seconds on the clock to retort to my response of better Bruce Wayne. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. My my like my big issue is like with yes he does so he takes on the Playboy type of Bruce Wayne but haven't we seen that before and haven't some people arguably done that better and yes Bruce Wayne is an important part of the character that is his that's his birth name and everything we knew he grew up as but 
Do I care that much about this? No, I care about Batman. We're watching a Batman movie, not Bruce Wayne. So if that's if he's got the better advantage here, not really a big deal. Um, I'll just leave it there. I'll get onto mine in a second. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll reset here. Thank you. So you now have 60 seconds on the clock to bring your reason why Pattinson is the better Bruce Wayne. Good luck. 60 seconds. Go. So I will admit the hair is a problem for people. And I understand that. And when I first saw it too, I was like, okay, well, you know, we don't trust Robert Pattinson. And then we have this hair. That is a problem. Uh, that said, if you take away this, like the emo look type hair, which I know my, uh, my opponent will definitely bring up in the course of his counter argument, the rest of it, we're getting a genuine human being who, yes, he has issues, uh, but don't all of us have issues in obviously he has to have a little bit of weirdness to dress up as a bat at night and then kick the shit out of people. So I would say, no, we're not getting the most popular version of Bruce Wayne, but I think we're getting one that today would make sense and to me it was a it was a nice change 15. of pace i wanted something different in this movie as much as i still want batman and part of that came with bruce wayne and also we weren't hit over the head with too much bruce wayne stuff in this movie Five, which i appreciate because all i want three, is fucking two, batman one all well right. two for two on the points at least on ending strongly there um, we go that's good that's good that's, stuff so that i'll just take that win um and i think we'll just we'll call it a day okay we're done the debate's <laughs> over all right 30 seconds on the clock for you and your counterpoint about my uh depiction of the depiction of my bruce wayne three two one begin when robert pattinson's bruce wayne was on the screen he was acting like a little beta bitch boy not like anything like batman that's it Okay. You didn't, I didn't even need to give you the 15 second warning on that one. That's, that's some impressive work, Wes. That is efficiency. <laughs> Little beta bitch boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, you lied to me. <laughs> I, be- I believe your, your time is up, sir. Uh, but <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> is it? I, I hope that the audience can strike this part from the record because this is yeah, yeah, total this is, bullshit, yeah. violation. Of the time, objection, objection, your honor, objection. Yes. I would, I would love it if we could have a member of the DSG be here as the judge or the moderator, but I don't think that we could ever get someone co- to commit to that. But anyways, it should be Doc. He's a, a doctor is close enough to a judge, right? That's like almost uh, on the royal scale of ladders, right? I, I guess runs the, up. the closest thing to a judge that we have on here. I mean, that's I think so. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But okay, uh, that brings us to our next point, which Wes will lead us off in this one. Uh, which movie featured the better main villain? Of course, Wes is going to be talking about Harvey Dent, and yes. I'm going to be talking <laughs> about the Riddler. Um, you ready, Wes? Oh yeah. Three, two, one, begin. It's no question the Dark Knight because this movie prominently features its villain from the opening act down to like the one of the final scenes there of him laughing uh, as he's kind of falling off the uh, uh, skyscraper. One of the final scenes, not the last one there, but it's done so in the perfect manner and the close-ups of Heath Ledger down to who played everything perfect from the hunch in his back to uh, uh, the his facial tics and the, the way he licked his lips and everything. Hmm. Uh, it was perfect. I thought. The Joker's intentions and motivations, or, or lack thereof at times, were, were very clear and very understood. Uh, you know, he, Ledger's given plenty of room to operate. And again, you have that cat and mouse game is kind of a foot at the center of the story at all times. 
but you're still also developing 15. these side villains as well. But I mean, one of the all-time greatest villain performances, not just in comic book history, but in movie history, I would say. Five. Of course, winning in the Oscar posthumously. One. Nicely done. Nice finish. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You have 30 seconds to tell me why the Joker is a bad villain <laughs> or something like that there. Mm. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. So I'm not going to sit here and criticize what Heath Ledger's performance. I have a lot more respect for him than that. Uh, it's outstanding. I mean, it took it takes so long in the movie years and years later re- on rewatch, looking at it and being like, okay, now I see Heath Ledger's face. Uh, he was outstanding. 15. I will say because he was so outstanding, it has created this precedent where now constantly we have to feature the Joker in, you know, in every Batman related thing and every DC thing. We have to jam him in. And it's frustrating that that has happened. Two, one. Okay. All right. Did too good of a job. It's about, it's about all I can, that's about all I can (laughs) do. I mean, seriously, I mean, like there's some points that you have a greater strength and there's somewhere I will. It comes, it comes back around, right? Supreme. Oh yeah. All right. So now you got 60 seconds on the clock to talk about the Pattinson's Batman. Mm. And his villain, 60 seconds, three, two, one. So I understand that Wes has the advantage in this situation. That said, when you look at the Riddler, this is one of the absolute best Batman villains that we have gotten in any Batman movie ever. Of course, there's Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker as well. But constantly over the years, we look at, you know, Joker, Joker. Like that's always the first two. Those are the first two guys we're looking at. Some people like Bane. Some people, you know, you got Ra's al Ghul. And that's, of course, that's, you know, frustrating that they got rid of him so quickly. Talia totally just screwed her seconds. too. Scarecrow was interesting, but still um, a lot of, fr- and, then, and then there's plenty of other movies too. We also saw Jim Carrey play the Riddler. He takes this character who has been cast aside for so long because he can't hang with the big boys like the Joker necessarily can win. In reality, they're pretty similar as as villains, just like base level foundationally. And he goes and turns him into this amazing maniac and so calculated and redeems the character. Outstanding performance. One. Okay. All right. All right, 30 seconds on the clock for you to, I guess, say that Paul Dano did a shitty job as a Riddler, which, I mean, that's a weird take, Wes, but okay. Three, two, one, begin. Everything great about the Riddler already happened in other great movies. You had the Zodiac Killer, which which was real life. That was actually a real life thing. Uh, then you have uh, the, the interactions between the Joker and, and, and the Batman and, and, and uh, the Riddler and the Batman and the interrogation scenes, very similar ripped from the headlines there. You have the seven-like type uh, killings as well. So like everything that, that was reimagined about great. the Riddler was just taken from other great movies. Time. You know, I will say there's something I didn't include. I don't, I'm not going to say it, but in the course of my argument about the Riddler, there's definitely something I did not mention that would have that would have been helpful to my point. But I have too much class, so I'm not going to do that. Some people say I have too much class. Now, I wouldn't say that about myself, but anyways, some might. Yeah. Um, all right, it is time. I'm leading the way on this one, right? Yes. Yes. So, which movie featured the better secondary villain? Uh, and I believe you're. You're choosing two here. Well, it's uh, I, it's going to be the, the the penguin, but yeah. okay, because I feel like you know the old adage about quarterbacks. So you true. have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Mm. Well, well, I'll we'll I'll see. Start making the point. Yep, it's okay, penguin versus Dents. 
three, two, one, go. So when we watch this movie, we all know that it's Colin Farrell. But again, the makeup in this is outstanding. Uh, and in the course of the Penguin is a villain too, who, yes, people care about him over the years, but he's also been done dirty. Uh, he's been done differently. And then yet throughout all this, he provides a semblance of comic relief, but he is also clearly a, a villain in his own sense. He's clearly uh, irrational at times too, very emotional. A character who do I want to see him be the drive drive the bus on? 30 seconds? Not necessarily. And guess what? He doesn't do that here. And he takes over scenes in, I mean, what was it? The, the whole Spanish thing or the, 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 I forget the website, the whole issue that they, the La Rata or whatever. Of course, you know, one of the, one of the better comedic moments of the whole movie. Um, 15. So I, I think with, with him, he was outstanding. He, he had an impact every time he was there. Um, and of course the, the car chasing was both badass and, Five, and fun because four, of him. Three. Done. Two. Thank you. One. I'm good. Okay. It's <laughs> getting away. We're getting carried away there. 30 seconds on the clock for you to make your counterpoint about the penguin. Uh, three, two, one, go. Yeah, for it's amazing for how little time and that we actually got on the screen with the Riddler, how also little time has been built up the other villains of Gotham City. I love um, uh, Sal Salvatore Moroni there. I thought he did a good okay. job. But the Penguin, again, didn't really get to see a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of them. You get that one big chase scene there. The whole lot's not really developed so much that they have I've... to like make another show just to kind of make him live up to it a little bit one. more. Yeah, not really developed as well as it could have been. Okay. For let the record show that it was Falcone. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, your turn yeah, to make from one day go to another, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. The audience isn't going to care about that at all. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to be petty or anything. Uh, all right, so Wes, your turn to make your case for which movie featured the better secondary villain. Uh, I believe you're, you was representing Detective Ramirez, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Ramirez, big villain. Yeah, huge. <laughs> Three. Forget about her grandma's medical bills. Two, one. Okay, so even though so much time is spent building up the Joker or Batman storyline, you still get plenty of time uh, to flesh out, so to speak, dense descent into Two-Face there. Uh, you get, you're emotionally invested in him. Uh, so another instance of, of a justified villains uh, from, from the audience perspective. So you kind of really see uh, why he would be doing the things that he's doing. Again, don't really get all that with, uh, with, with the Penguin. He's just... He's just a mobster doing mob things, right? So this one's much more 30. justified. You see that descent there. And again, you feel for him a little bit more. You almost kind of side with him a little bit, um, which I really like to see. And again, for a repeat of a character or a reboot of a character from the Batman Forever movie, um, this is a, a very grounded, realistic take on it, even though you know, half his face looks like a skeleton. And you're good? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, so we got 30 seconds on the clock and three, two, one. Harvey Dent was very impressive throughout the course of this movie. Um, of course, he does go through this maddening experience uh, that led him down the path. At the same time, though, it is a pretty radical shift from him to go from, okay, I'm just 15. not going to do anything, to then, all right, I'm going to listen to the Joker and just do what he says, and I'm going to fuck everything up. A little bit odd, I would say, as much as he's gone through this traumatic experience. I think that, you know, you could argue that might be a little bit of a hole in this movie all around. Done. Guy had his face blown off. Love of his life just blown up, but 
by like drums of oil. Just uh, hey, okay, whatever. I, I some think. some might argue that you are not respecting uh, someone's mental health in, in a in a trying time, and a post traumatic stress. Some 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 could argue that about me. Yes, <laughs> that's, that is that is definitely an accurate de depiction of my character. Oh yes. yeah, I'm just I'm just confirming what you said and what people are apparently saying on the streets now. So I want to get ahead of it, you know. Hashtag Bell. Let's talk. More like no. Hang up the phone, Nick. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. What is that? Bell let's hashtag Bell let's talk is like a mental health hashtag. Be like, hey, let's pick up the phone. Like, oh, if you're doing bad, you can talk to me. But you would hang up on that person, Nick. Oh, God, now we're making it real. Okay, you don't you don't even know the mental health hashtags. That's how little that's, you care about. That's it. that's how. Yeah, yeah. Lucy tweets about it like every like you know so often, and I have no idea about any of this shit. I hang up on her all the time too. See, yep, terrible friend. Fuck. Okay. Well, anyways, well, it is your turn. I've known that for a long time. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was late on that joke. It was a bad one at that. It was a low yeah. blow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the old hey, the old West is finally back, everybody. It took Come a while. Back. It, was two, it was two years of that resolution. Okay. Yes. You did a great job. I don't know where. Uh, oh, no. It's because somebody said that you were basically I was a dick. I was being, a dick yeah, yeah. Being a dick to me on the show. It's like. <laughs> Really? I honestly like you have moments, but I mean, like, fuck, I'm a dick to you too. So, like, what? What? I, that was hey, so yeah, you know, we're just we're just two dicks hitting each other in the face. You no, know? Billy's the dick. I'm an asshole. There's a big difference. Okay, if you want to mm. go on lot with him, mm -hmm. that's fine. Anyways, uh, where are we? Oh, we're talking. Speaking of we're dicks, we're tanks. talking about Jim Gordon. Oh. Um, so, uh, which which movie depicted the better Jim Gordon? Wes, I believe you are leading us off on this. I point. am on the clock. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Sir Gary Oldman is the ultimate man with no face. He can play any role and forget that he's Gary Oldman. You just uh, He just morphs into the person that he's supposed to be playing, and he does so with Jim Gordon. Uh, you see his family side but, and just how far he's willing to work. Uh, uh, you, get, you get his family side, how much he's willing to do for them, how much he loves them, but just how far he's willing to go for his family uh, to protect them in his fake death. Uh, he's a badass in capturing the 30. Joker in that same uh, avenue, right? He trusts Batman, uh, but he pleads with Dent, too. So you kind of see, like, he runs the whole gamut of emotions in this movie, where I would say, opposite of Jeffrey Wright, he kind of plays a more muted, 15. monotoned, one-noted uh, uh, Jim Gordon. Although that's great. 10. I think you just get a little bit more range from from uh, our man Gary Oldman. Okay. You, you're good? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm ready to go when you are. 30 seconds. Three, two, one. I love Gary Oldman. I mean, Sirius Black uh, and, and this uh, and then Jim Gordon are two of my, my, some of my favorite portrayals on screen in general. I think he's an outstanding actor. And I to just mention those two isn't fair to him. However, he has a ton of dirty cops in the course 15. of all this. And he just lets it all slide. And I mean, we don't have Two-Face as much as the Joker didn't help. We don't have Two-Face if he listens to Harvey Dent. As much as I go and rip him for him being irrational, he does make a point. Doesn't mean Four, we did was right. But three, what the fuck are you doing, three. Jim? Come on. All right. Feel good about that. Whew. Okay. All right. Time for me to talk about Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. You know what's okay. funny is I have all these notes and I've been just looking at our like show notes. I'm not even looking at my friggin' notes this entire time. So well, there you so go. Stupid. That, that might that might work for you. That might not. We'll see how that plays out. It's a bold move. Uh, anyways. 60 seconds. Three, mm -hmm. two, one. So 
I know that uh, that uh, that Oldman has the traditional look of Jim Gordon, obviously because forever the character has been a white male with a mustache, um, and Jeffrey Wright has a different <laughs> physical appearance. So that's just something where you look at it and say, "Oh, this is Jim Gordon. This is what he's always been." But when we look at strictly the the actor and and how they portrayed um, on screen, again, I cited with Gary Oldman's character how like a bit of a dumbass in some ways when it comes to his his own cops. However, when you look at Jeffrey Wright, he is seconds. in complete lockstep with Batman the entire time. Uh, does he have? Do they have frustrating moments? Yes, but there is more of a partnership there. And as much as Batman is still the alpha in that relationship, Jeffrey Wright knows how to not only take a back seat, 15. but also walk alongside Batman throughout the course of this. And he knows where to make you know, certain judgment calls and who to maybe trust a little bit more um, and who to tell Five, to off too. Four, Goldman? Three. Run into some problems. Two, thus, Harvey Dent. One. Okay. Whew. Okay. Wow. I, you know, Gordon, I thought was going to be a tough one for me because, um, you know, like Oldman is is outstanding. But uh, I feel good about how I've done so far if I do say so myself. But I'll let you uh, make your counterpoint. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. You know someone has a weak argument when their first note that they go to is race. Uh, that's how you know of a flimsy argument. The first thing my my uh, counterpart brought up was the race of my client, uh, Jim Gordon, here, and how different of it was. So yeah, I don't really appreciate that sort of low blow trying to appeal to an emotional uh, sensibility here. I find that to be very uh, skewed. Five, I'm going to stand by my points in the, in the 60 three, seconds that I had. Two, one. Okay, well, that's one way to twist my words. Uh, wow. You said it. <laughs> it uh, sure. Um, all right. Uh, it's my turn now, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Okay. Uh, better. Uh, which movie had a better? Okay. Which movie had a better female lead? Uh, this. You, you sure you want to like spend time? I know this one is one I brought up. Do you want to spend time on this, or do you just want to? Let's wanna, do like, it. All right. Cool. All right. Three, two, one. Go. Uh, so I'm going to spend these 60 seconds not knocking. I'm going to try to not knock uh, Wes's character. So uh, Catwoman, uh, played by Zoe Kravitz, is an absolute badass, and she's actually and she's absolutely a character that can be done wrong. You lead into the cliches too much, which we've seen happen over the years with this character. But instead, she is her own strong character. Uh, she's her own person. She does, as much as she, yes, she wants to. <clears throat> Seems like have a future with Batman after a few missions that they did together. They kind of move things along quickly. But she seconds. is not afraid to act alone. That almost gets her killed, sure. But she is loyal to her friends. She is loyal to Batman. She, she Obviously, they felt quite a bit of trust throughout the course of this movie. But she is interesting um, in the sense of her loyalty and the, in her action. 15. And, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't feel like I need to make much more outside of that because as much as it's only a half-decent argument – We'll get to your character in a second, uh, but that's my point. Okay. Did I go over? No, you're right there. Three seconds left. Okay, nice. I appreciate it. With all that rambling at the end there. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate cool it. <laughs> you knew I didn't need it, so okay. I, I appreciate yeah, it. I knew you were wrong. At about 15 seconds left, I knew you were trying to trying to land that plane. Mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, counterpoint about uh, Catwoman. Three, two, one, begin. Yeah, Catwoman's great. I don't. I don't have much uh, bad things to say about her. I'm gonna uh, use my time here uh, to just prepare myself for the 60 seconds that I'm gonna need to uh, present my argument for Rachel. Mm, okay. Do you want that additional 15 seconds still? Do you want to wait? No, that's good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, we can, just give me a little reset here. 
Okay. All right. So Wes is going to try and do the unthinkable. <laughs> and he is going to try and make a case for why Rachel Dawes in The Dark Knight is a better female lead than uh, Catwoman in The Batman. You ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, begin. Uh, first and foremost, say what you will about Rachel, but she's an original character that hasn't been recycled uh, three, four, five times over already. Uh, and she serves an important role of showing Bruce uh, that he's losing grip with his shot at a normal life, and that he can never uh, have uh, a shot at a normal life because she won't be with him. And he can't be Batman and have this idea of that. So it's him, it's it's the uh, uh, physical representation of him trying to get one last uh, straw at, at a real life. And that's just not really happening. Billy is going to love me screwing up that phrase there, but it is also the motivating factor in turning Dent into two face as well there. So it's the classic, you know, one girl, two guys situations, both in love, love triangle sort of thing. Uh, but it's the motivating factor to turn Dent into two face, which is uh, of course, Joker's hole up the sleeve. And then Bruce's realization that he has to be the dark Knight. He has to be, uh, the Dark Knight and wear the mask of Bruce Wayne, not vice versa. One time. Okay. <clears throat> I'm ready whenever you want to start. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one. Rachel friggin' Dawes. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't think I need to say much more than that, but guess what? I'm going to. She's annoying. Uh, she goes and cheats on Harvey Dent and then get, leads Bruce Wayne on and then, says, and then writes this note saying... I'm actually going to marry him. She is a royal pain in the ass throughout the entirety of this movie. Nobody's seconds. invested in her. Nobody cares about her outside of Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne. We don't give a shit when she's on screen because she's just boring and, and not entertaining in any capacity. Two, just one. a dead fish out there. Okay. Did, did she cheat on Harvey Dent? Yes. Yeah, did you? Yes. She, yes, she kissed uh, Batman. Did you, that was it. But still, if you're about to get married to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that either. So nope, hey, that's that's fair. Any questionable? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my turn, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sir. Uh, this is okay. This one's going to be quick. This Which movie quick. had the better Alfred? Sixty huh. seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. The one thing I'm going to say for my Alfred is that he uh, is not. He's not afraid to talk, talk talk to Bruce and try and help him through all his stuff, uh, his shit, but. Honestly, Wes, I'm not even going to try to make a counterpoint when it comes to Michael Caine. When you talk about him, you have the better Alfred in your movie, period. So say what you want to say, but like that's, I, I concede this one point to you. 100%. I love it. Okay, so I do I even need to say in this? Or Sir Michael Caine, he's the father figure mm. that helps anchors Bruce to the rest of the world. I can't really do an English accent. That's my... I hope everybody really listened to what Wes said. That, I hope everybody got that because wow, hopefully that helps my my. Uh, but but you can see wow. that they're playful back and forth though. There's a little bit of like a more like a more familial uh, relationship than like just this emo. Like you're not my dad. Meh. Was that you a lie to me? Was familial? Were you trying to go back to the British accent there? Familial. Familial. What? what how do you say that though? Familial. I, I Familial, isn't that what I said? Familial. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> what did I say? Familial. F E R milial. Not familial. Uh, like I'm familiar. Just being... That's yeah. I think that's probably where the marriage say there. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. I'll take the point there, nonetheless. Uh, English accent aside. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh you lead us off on this one. For the this next one, yes. The ba better bat suit technology 
gadgets, yep. gizmos, all, all of it. Yep, 100%. Yep. Yeah. All right, West will lead us off in this one. Three, two, one, go. Okay. The, the guy's got a tumbler that turns into the bat bike. I mean, that is pretty freaking cool on its own right there. He has the sonar system, which I'm including the fake foam mapping device that Lucius plants in the uh, Japanese skyscraper. Uh, you have the sticky timed bomb gun. You have the electric bat suit. Uh, that, that shocks the Joker when he tries to get off the uh, cape and cowl there. You have the facial recognition system used in an attempt to identify the Joker. The marked bills. Uh, maybe last, but certainly not least, the forensic ballistics lab that he creates in the Batcave. Uh, that is able to take partially uh, uh, broken up uh, bullets and get fingerprints off of them. That's, that's amazing detective work. We talk about like detective work and gadgets and stuff like that. Like... That is Bruce Wayne doing and Batman doing and, detective work. So, like, everyone getting all crazy about, like, we've never had a detective Batman movie like five, this. No, you did, son, in 2008. And it's Christian Bale. Three, two. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds for me for my counterpoint. Yes. On the clock. Ready, set, go. So, I know you talked about my Batman being clunky, uh, and I think that – to say my Batman is clunky versus your Batman. he Your guy's so clunky to the point that he has to rely on all of his tech. Yes, he has some more advanced stuff. Yes, everybody's going to say we like the Tumblr more. Um, understandably so. But he's, his tech, yes, it's great. But it's to the point where he has to rely on that almost solely throughout the course of this entire movie. Whereas, yes, my Batman has some stuff that he has to rely on. That's pretty cool that I'll talk about in a second. He's also 30. great immensely. Oh, sorry. I didn't give you the countdown. Obviously, fluid fighter. That's all I was yeah. going to say. So, yeah. Thank you for letting me say that. Okay. Um, but I am uh, I am good to go. Okay. 60 seconds on the clock. Better bat suit in the Batson. Go. So, obviously, my Batman is a lot older. I mean, his bat computer is much, much tinier when you look at what everything that Wes's Batman is dealing with. And we, the only things we get are, like, grappling gun. We have an older Batmobile. But... It's a nice combination of what the Tumblr is and then kind of what we've gotten in the past too. And it's, but kind of at the same time, not quite finished yet. And I think and it's a different vibe. It goes with the gritty grungy vibe of this movie. But the biggest thing we get the, like that crazy, like Dirty. Venom Bane type shot. That's kind of crazy. But the, the, uh, the contact lens cameras that he uses throughout the course of this movie are just as cool as anything that we see throughout the course of, um, uh, over the course of the dark Knight, and something 15. that i feel like we haven't seen a whole heck of a lot uh in other batman movies if ever um all of these of course you know pale in comparison to the bat bat card or cre bat credit card whatever the fuck it was and the bat nipples Four, but and also three, suit freaking awesome two, way better fuck i forgot about that. i forgot about the suits you didn't bring up the suits for a reason fuck me <laughs> totally forgot caught up in the tech i don't i don't like the the helmet of uh the dark knight yeah, his yeah, exactly. Bat, the, Either the one, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, this one's way better. This is the best bat suit, period. My guy's the best bat suit, period. Yeah, well, yeah, well, 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 well yeah. Affleck is like because Affleck's also a different time than Pattinson, though. Then like when you look at Affleck versus the other ones, Affleck. But right, would that that'd be your number one. Or yeah, that was one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because obviously he's extremely like um, cartoon accurate, which is wild to think. But anyways, uh, you have thirty seconds on the clock to make your points. Yes. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. 
Uh, first erroneous statement that you made that I have to address is that you said that uh, Robert Pattinson is younger or older for some reason, which doesn't make sense because the movie takes place in 2001. Uh, so that just wouldn't work out logistically. Christian Bale is much older. Well, I'm sorry, Bruce's parents are killed in 2001 in that movie. So uh, it doesn't make sense logistically there. But so you, you should have equal amount of high tech. It's just not there. The, the tech sucks. I apologize for not giving you a countdown, but you actually did that um, in under 30 seconds. So well I done. felt it. The internal clock was going. Uh, it's amazing what the body can do. I mean, especially <laughs> when you treat it like a temple like you do. Well, yeah, something like that. But yeah, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure that, that despite uh, like the, that like neo-noir style. Like, yes, it is. It is like more it's closer to our point in life. It's actually, it's probably like similar. I think it's like point in time. I think it's like 20. I think it's no, like, it's yeah. actually like this point in time. You're right. It's like, it's more like this point in time. You're absolutely right. Um, okay. Uh, so now that brings us to our final point before we get to our closing arguments, which Batman movie told the better story. And I will yes. be leading us off on this one, right? Yes. 60 seconds on the clock to close it out. Three, two, one. So there are detective elements in Wes's, uh, the dark Knight, of course. Um, but, when we talk about a straight-up detective story, we get that in the Batman, unlike any other Batman movie that we've ever had, not to this degree. And in the course of all, as I mentioned in our review, this feels like an entire comic book arc where as much as we're working down one path the whole way, and that's Batman versus the Riddler, we have a bunch of little different side stories that pull us along the way. We still remain on that one string, and it is, to me— as it's both fluid, but then also segmented throughout the course of the story. And that blew my mind. Also, we're getting Batman throughout all this with West's movie. Yes, there's an interesting story to it. Don't get me wrong, but it is so, it is more heavily leaned on the character of the Joker and how he drives the show, drives the bus in such a chaotic fashion. Um, And each, in in my movie, a lot of other characters have their moment to shine. There's a lot more side characters, whereas in yours, it just kind of leans on three or four. So two, one. Thank you. Uh, all right, you have 30 seconds to debate me. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. So I think uh, I don't really have a, much of a debate here. Wow, I'm trying to trying to real fart. Get a little bit of time fart here. here. Oh no. Yeah. This movie was one note, okay? So it was all just dark and gloomy. 15. So you want nuance, you want you want the dark night. Son of a bitch. I really dropped the bag on this one. I'm surprised you got you got to, you're going to have um 30 seconds uh, I mean a minute to make counterpoint. Uh you, you don't want to add anything. I just talked for like No, that, that was that okay. was entirely awful. I want that to be over as soon okay. as possible. Okay. Um, Hold on one second. Sure. Okay. You are going to have a one minute in my throat. You're going to have one minute on the clock. <laughs> um <laughs> You're re- are you ready? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm ready here. All right, all right. Uh, I can I can stall a little more if you need me to. If you no, have no, no, phlegm in your go. throat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, three, two, one, go. Of course, this uh, the Dark Knight was the better movie that told the better story. Uh, it bears that out in the numbers. Uh, it bears that out in the awards that it's won. Uh, I, I can guarantee you there won't be any acting awards won in the Batman. Uh, that much I can assure you of. Uh, moreover, this gets the most memorable lines. This has like memorable action. Like, I don't know what we're really going to remember as far as dialogue from the Batman. Yeah. Other than like I'm vengeance, like there's not a lot there. Like, I think th- this is movie is cool. It has some cool action points. 
I don't think this movie is going to be as rewatchable as the bat or as the Dark Knight is. Not like not even close. Like I think once this like storm it, blows over on the hype a little bit, I think people are going to come come down to realize that this was not a great of a movie as people wow. say it is right now. Okay, and with time spared on the clock once again, surprising. Um, <laughs> I'm an editor, I usually like to be succinct. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, I'm ready when you certainly. Are. <laughs> okay, uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. My opponent was not only not prepared for his counterpoint argument, but then he goes and starts talking about the dialogue when we're debating which movie told a better story in the course of all this. Yes, dialogue is part of the story, but we're talking about a better story in, in the manner in which it's told the fluidity of everything. 15 seconds. The plot holes. Um, and I'm not going to go and pull a Mac and try and say that you know there are a ton of plot holes in The Dark Knight, but that has definitely been brought up by people who hate Batman. You're not going to find that in my movie. And quotability, I, mean, I cannot believe you brought that two, up, Wes. One. Done. I don't need to say any more than that. Di- dialogue is the only way that a story gets told. We speak... In dialogue. Quotability, though. It's, it, whatever. I, it's, the debate's over. We have the closing arguments. We can go on and on. It's going to be two idiots just yelling at each other. Like More than this already has been. Am I wrong? No, no. That's 100% right. Um, all right. So you led with – this is weird. I just made the first point here, but now it's closing arguments. You led with opening. Do you want to lead here? I don't. Just I want to close. I want, okay. I, want to, I want to open the close. Okay. okay. That sounds good. You're going to make me double close. That's not good for me. Okay. All right. You have a minute on the clock, Wes, to make your closing argument for why the Dark Knight is better than the Batman. Three, two, one, go. The impact that the Dark Knight has had on popular culture since its release in 2008 is like unfathomable, un, like uncalculable. Not only, again, do you have the Why So Serious spawning like a million different poor halloween costumes over the years for people like not only did you have like inspire school shooter energy like i'm sorry that that really did happen off the joker movie or uh off the dark knight and the joker character i should say like very inspiring for better or for worse here um and again when you think of the greatest of all time comic book movies this is at the start of every conversation on the very short list with avengers endgame with Logan with uh, Captain America and uh, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, very, very short list there across or into the Spider-Verse. You're not going to have that with this Batman because it is so niche. It is so uh, uh, neo-noir, dark, and and, and grounded. Okay. I gave you a little bit there because Mm. I was trying to let you finish that point. Oh, well. Did you get to finish it? Yeah, I was going to get there. Okay, I felt like you had a little more, but I felt like you got at least finished this. No, it was just I, I, I'm constipated with thoughts right now. There's a lot. It's t- I said it. This is going to be a tough one for us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's I'm a ready. A lot in there. Need some, yeah, emodium. Is it emodium for? I don't know. Is it, oh, ha, ha, uh, shit. I should pun not intended. I no, should know go. this. I should know this. Should you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, magnesium citrate. That's what it is. Okay, there we go. That helps with constipation. Yeah, I would know. Well, I know I know magnesium does. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, you can get the but Ebodium was like a oh a brand. Oh like Bismol or something like that. Oh, okay. No, I haven't had that. It's magnesium citrate is my uh my go-to one, you know. You know, I'm old, so anyways, I'm ready to go. Okay, are you? <laughs> you got the magnesium citrate ready? Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been drinking out of the uh, northwestern mug the whole time. You kidding? <laughs> 
All right, 30 seconds on the clock in three, two, one. So, um, wow, I totally uh, lost track where I was going to go talk about having a brain fart and getting a little <laughs> constipated and all this. Um, I am talking about why my movie is the better movie. And look, Wes's movie is an outstanding movie. It is an all-time movie. But the, uh, the notion that this movie is going to just get lost and kind of trickle away, awesome Batman movies stick around forever people when you when someone people love a batman movie it that does not change in time as much as people want to criticize bale's batman for his gravelly voice and everything um but people don't just like batman because it's batman people had it there are plenty of people who had issues with Affleck, um and obviously there were plenty of other you know failed portrayals of batman over the years and we all expected pattinson to fail as much as i you know we saw some trailers and thought it was going to be good before that we thought it was going to suck. And then what do we get? We get direction for DC. We find out now we have a guy who understands Batman in Matt Reeves. And now DC had like, now they know what they're going to do because Batman steers the ship. And that's what's happening now because of this movie. Now we're going to get better DC content. I'll leave it at that. When did we all think that this movie was going to suck? You didn't think Robert Pattinson as Batman was going to suck? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't uh, think it was going to be bad. I think I we, were, we were all pretty excited about this movie from the start. Some, uh, but I will I say, uh, you know, in in reference to like people don't people don't hate bad uh, Batman movies or good bat like Batman Begins is a good movie. I don't think a lot of people really love it all that much. I think I feel like that one's dropped down over time. Yeah, it's, bat, it's Dark Knight Rises, good movie. Gets gets a lot of hate, you know, like good mm. good Batman, I should say at least. I think as you get to know some of the characters too, like in the comics, like personally, like Talia was a character like I didn't really care about as much. Like it didn't bother me, like the, her on screen portrayal. But yeah. then looking looking at it now, it's like you just kind of made her like a sidekick. Like I know she was kind of like running the sh- she was running the show for Bane, but like she's way better in the comics. And I don't I know people don't like when they say that about books, but I don't give a shit. Like she's way better, and she got done dirty. Like looking back on it now, like what the fuck. Um, but anyways, um, will you tell us the people who yes. did the dirtiest here or who got done dirty? Uh, we'll, we'll put the vote out this week. You know, you, you let us know who had the better debate mm-hmm. myself or young Nicholas J S Fryer. I will let the people decide. And then if not, we'll send one of us to jail. So in the meantime, okay. Well, I guess we both got to get to the discharge depot just in case. Uh, yeah. All the board. Rah, rah. Got to get out of Dodge. Uh, so for me, I have been obviously finished Pam and Tommy because the, the season or the I guess the series finale came out. Um, but The Last Kingdom is on Netflix too. Season five is on, and I have I binged the fuck out of this over the weekend. What I is have that. The, what's, what's the Last Kingdom? Uh, that is uh, Uhtred. It is like it's a whole. I think it's entirely a British cast, or you know, like mm. not not U.S. cast, I should say. Um, but it's um, based on a, a what is it? The series of fictional novels. Um, Ugner is Ugner. Jesus, <laughs> uh, Are you saying Uhtred, words. Utrid, Ragnarsson, Utrid, son of Utrid. Like he goes by a bunch of different names, um, but Utrid of Bebenberg. But he is the main character in this story, and it's basically like the formation of England as one country, where you have like you know all these little different mini kingdoms. Ah, so it's, very it's a, cool. It's a fictional series, but I think it's like historical fiction, kind of what you were talking about, but obviously a lot easier to kind of get loose with it because it's so many yeah. years ago so yeah, yeah. but i've really enjoyed the series um this fifth season is more of the same awesome shit i can't wait to watch the season finale i will talk about that on the discharge depot 
Oh, I guess not next week because uh, well, we'll tell the people what's going on with us next week. But what's going on with you in the discharge depot? Yeah, I, I just want some advice. If you have made it to this far in the podcast and know a little bit about land clearing services, tree removals, uh, you know, things like that, estimates of that range, hit me up at the DMs. I want to hear from you because hmm. uh, I, that's that's going to be my goal this summer here. I got to clear out some land in the backyard. Okay, it's thickly settled. So you're putting up <laughs> yes. How and if you <laughs> own if you own a company that you want to advertise, you want to advertise on the show, you know, West will do the you know the ad read, of course. Um, we could. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, to horror out my services anyway. Uh, we can. We'll stumble over any ad that you want us to read. And you're also going to uh, California yourself this upcoming week. Yeah, but I don't want people to know my location though. So. I, I, if you could just edit that out in the process. How, how are we going to tell people about what's going on with the episode next week? Well, you know, that's for them to decide. You know, all right, I'm going to let you explain that. They're all about. master detectives here. huh? They can uh, figure it out. The regular Bruce Wayne's. Speaking of master detectives. This week in the Shared Universe. A little bit of a reach, but I think it works. Uh, hashtag Dork doing sequel ideas to the Batman. Mac and Goo is doing 21 questions. I'm sorry, 21 answers for the Batman, a follow-up to their 21 questions. So this is their third uh, The Batman-related podcast, I believe. Um, mm-hmm, People mm-hmm. for Communism podcast. I don't know what the fuck they're doing this week, Wes. Do you have any idea? Something with March Madness-related music, maybe? I don't know. Uh, okay. I know, Wrestling? I know- PCP, no, PCP. Uh, I've heard it both ways is doing that for sure. Make sure you guys go fill out and check out their bracket that they're doing right now. Um, I'm course, so happy that we're not doing a bracket this year. Yeah, that no. was the worst. So, so you don't want to ever do it again, right? Never again. Okay, good, good. We can be the one podcast. Absolutely in the not. I don't like you. I know you did a lot, a lot of work on that and I appreciate it, but yeah, it's not fucking, I'm, I'm all set. I really am with all that kind of it's stuff. It's a nightmare. Um, for TLDR, I mentioned earlier, we're talking to cover artist Sheldon Buker. Uh, I'm going to be talking Radiant Black, Department of Truth, a few other things. Actually, he got a good a good shot in that doc in this episode. It was Radiant really funny. Radiant Black. Uh, and then, of course, we're doing What's New this week. I've heard it both ways. Uh, season four, I believe, episode six of Psych. As for the streamers, doc is over on Twitch at Backcracker. Uh, you can find Shine there at Shine Time. And then Davey and Keith are streaming over on their YouTube page. Wes, tell us what's going on with their episode next week. Yeah, next week we are not going to have a new episode for you. So uh, that's that, deal with that, okay? We're going to give you oh, the bad PCP. news first here. But we're going to be re-releasing mm. uh, an episode that we will let, let it be a little surprise. You know, a, an episode of our choosing. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Definitely one it's you guys. A popular one. I think people like it. Yeah, it's yeah. Evergreen, it, as they say in the biz. It's 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 as evergreen as it gets. Uh, it's from a different time, and it's I'm I'm excited to uh, see how people respond to it, especially the newer listeners. I know people go back through catalogs and stuff like that when they start listening to a podcast of our ilk. Um, and I'm curious, mm-hmm. you know, if people have listened to this one. But uh, yeah, so uh, we will uh, be re-releasing that. I guess scheduling it for Tuesday, like we normally do. Yeah, nevertheless, always the same bad time, same bad place. <laughs>